People like games. What's up, folks? It's Reggie with People Like Games with yet another episode of Story Mode. This week, we take a look at the pandemic sensation that is Animal Crossing. So let's get into it. You know how it goes at this point. So let's start with series creator Katsuya Iguchi. When he moved to Kyoto to begin working for Nintendo in 1986, the inspiration for Animal Crossing came about, sadly, through his own loneliness. Moving away from his family and friends was an eye-opener, and the daily play or communication that he was so accustomed to was now something he was constantly on the search for. These seemingly mundane interactions that we all take for granted were Katsuya's way of recapturing the life he left behind, and were the first steps toward creating Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing, it's known for its cute characters and simple yet charming aesthetic. What makes that just a bit more puzzling is finding out that Katsuya Iguchi was inspired by the legendary dungeon crawler series Diablo. While this makes seemingly no sense whatsoever, it was mainly the communication aspect that caught his eye. He loved the community that he'd watched build around the game and working with others to accomplish goals. And yes, he wanted to make it much cuter. So with huge ambitions, Animal Forest, as it's known in Japan, started its life as a dungeon crawler. Because of the big ideas Iguchi had for the game, it was originally developed for the Nintendo 64 disk drive. As you might already know, the disk drive add-on to the N64 was a massive flop and didn't even make it out of Japan. With the failure of the disk drive, many developers began to downsize their games to fit on the original N64 cartridges, and Animal Crossing was no exception. Although it was made with a controller pack add-on to add for some increased memory, mostly to keep up a real-time clock in-game one of Iguchi's most desired features. With the downsizing in place, all of the dungeon-like aspects of the game were dropped, and we were left pretty much with what they called it, a communication game. With that in mind, and a much simpler game on their hands, Animal Crossing, as we know it today, began to take shape. Iguchi, who had just finished working on Yoshi's Story, wanted to reach a greater audience than the usual young male demographic of gamers. Multiple female designers were brought on, pretty much unheard of back in the 90s, and they went for a family appeal with this next release. And we can still see this reflect in sales today. Even Satoru Iwata backs this up, saying that 56% of pre-orders for Animal Crossing New Leaf identified as female, many of whom bought a 3DS just for the series. And let's be honest, we all know someone who bought a Switch Lite in 2020 just to play New Horizons. Animal Crossing is a huge console pusher, and at this point, a staple Nintendo franchise. But back to the N64. The original Animal Forest released in 2001 and was a massive hit with fans, but as the last Nintendo-produced game on the N64, it wasn't truly meeting sales expectations. Only eight months later, Animal Forest Plus would release for the GameCube, and after a six-month translation process, it would finally make its way out of Japan. As you can expect, reviews were great, and the love from fans was even greater. What seemed like a game about nothing was seen as an endless source of escapism that appealed to just about every demographic. The occasional criticism came down to graphics and sound, but I feel fair chalking that up to the fact that this was originally an N64 game that was stripped down as bare as possible, only to be ported to a new system a few months later. I give him a pass. Not only is Animal Crossing a beloved series for what you can do in your own time, it's gained massive reach on the world stage. Its popularity would have been enough to get it in the news upon the release of New Horizons, but political campaigns made their way into the cutesy life sim, and it was even a major platform in the Hong Kong protests of 2020. Animal Crossing is a weird series, and I didn't truly understand it until the pandemic hit. 
And while I haven't paid my residents a visit in months, I can still see the replayability baked into this game. The series isn't going anywhere anytime soon. But that's all I've got time for today, folks. Let us know your favorite Animal Crossing moments, and I'll be back next week with another episode of Story Mode. Peace.